Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Back in Oakland, glad you're with us. Wes Moore, Pigskin Preacher. Christian Weaver back in the studio. He'll be answering your phone calls. We'll take some phone calls later on, but right now we got Nancy Holtis with hey, us. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? I am good. Okay, so we've been doing this almost two months. What do you yes. think? What do you think of the early start? Is it a success? Is it something they need to keep it doing? It is a huge success, okay. and I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but it might be happening again. And again, and again, and again. <laughs> Just make this the normal routine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out so well, and, you know, it's it was a really good thing for the horsemen because, you know, those that do race on the Kentucky circuit, it would have been, you know, about a two-month gap before they were able to, uh, you know, race for any purse money, so to speak. So with that racing coming up in December, they were able to go straight from that Kentucky circuit at Churchill straight here to Oaklawn. And a lot of people, a lot of the horsemen do now have homes here in Hot Springs. A lot of them now call Hot Springs home. So it's nice to come back home, and uh, we're here for that much longer. So it's now uh, a six-month meet almost. So I think uh, all my friends have loved it, and I, I like it a lot. But I'll be honest, I miss thir- Thursdays. I miss Thursday racing. I know. I, I do. know. And so. I know the, the, the limitations and stuff, and – I guess I'm greedy, you know, I, I want more. It's okay to right? be greedy and want more, Wes. It's okay. Well, but... Pixie, there's something in the Bible about that, right? We shouldn't be that greedy. Well, just you, be you know, you should be satisfied have. with the things that you have. But think about during December, what else are you going to do? Go to the office Christmas party, and then you got the baby Jesus. You know, that's good. And uh, I mean, so in December, though. Not they're, they're... only Jesus is the reason, but Oakland is the reason, too, <laughs> you, you, I like to After say. the conference championship games, you have several weeks where there's no football. So mm-hmm. Oakland gives you something to do. You can come over here and enjoy the sunshine and the corned beef and the horses. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. So, it's, it's so uh, but you know what? It is good that our horsemen were able to benefit from the amazing purse structure and then also with that early racing we're we were able to get our three-year-old series started that much earlier Mm -hmm. because we were in the smarty jones on new year's day the first time that three-year-olds could compete so you know they all had their birthday on new year's day so we're gonna get them out and get them going. Was there a horse in the Smarty Jones that could be a factor in the Kentucky Derby or the the Preakness or Belmont later on? Is there some uh, one of those hot horses? Well, you know, if you look, there's a lot of horses that were in the Smarty Jones that are in the Southwest tomorrow, and that is the Grade Three. There are con- points on the line towards the Kentucky Derby and Dash Attack. Uh, came in and attacked that field, and he came in just off an impressive allowance win earlier in that December meet here at Oaklawn and stayed undefeated and was victorious over the slop on New Year's Day in that Smarty Jones, and he is hoping to remain undefeated in that Southwest. Kenny McPeak wasn't here on Smarty Jones Day because he was at the Citrus Bowl, but he's coming (laughs) here. He is on the grounds uh, for the Southwest. So it's a full field of 12, a very solid 
full field, I, I might add. So as we all know, the three-year-olds uh, going towards that Kentucky Derby series are not allowed on Lasix. Uh, so that's a good thing mm. that we're able to stretch out that series a little bit more, give them more time to rest and recover. That is why our Rebel is earlier in the season, as is the Arkansas Derby and more purse money this year for the arkansas derby it's 1.25 million dollars mm. well and speaking of purse money tomorrow is going to be huge not only yes. you got the seven hundred fifty thousand dollars southwest stakes the two hundred thousand dollar martha washington the hundred fifty thousand dollar king cotton classic i added that up and it's uh 1.1 million dollars in purse money tomorrow yeah and that's not even with the other races on the undercard <laughs> Everything else so, going on. so mean, this weekend the weather looks great now previewing next week we're supposed to get two to four inches of you rain. Know, why did you even have to bring that up? Because you just said that horse overcame the slop. He eats the slop. It's he been loves the slop. Almost every flipping Saturday it has rains. been slop. just rainy. I think we've had only two or three thus far yeah. that have been decent weather. Saturdays have been Otherwise, bad, haven't they? Every Saturday has been just. Wet but you just gave all Arkansans a tip. You know that horse eats the slop. So if but, they're slop, tomorrow, that's the horse. It's going to be perfect. That's right. Just glorious, and it's going to be, I think, like 55, 58 degrees and sunny. Nice January day, huh? Yes, yeah. perfect day to be here. Who, and first post, by the way, is going to be noon, not 12:30. Mm. Who is the uh, favorite tomorrow in the Southwest? The favorite in the Southwest is actually. Uh, the number 10, New Grange, coming in from Bob Baffert. He is also undefeated in two starts. He broke his maiden at Del Mar Sprinting, then won the Grade 3 Sham. John Velasquez, huge fan of his, is coming in to ride. Uh, but as we all know, with all of the kind of the situation surrounding Bob Baffert, he is not eligible for those Kentucky Derby points that the others are. So he is strictly running for the, the prestige the and the purse. Yeah. Is there talk? Is he trying to sue his way in? Is there legal um, action there is to be? There is so much legal action surrounding. Um, he is trying to get back in to be able to compete in the Kentucky Derby. He has some uh, legal action uh, currently ongoing with Naira, the New York Racing Association as well. Uh, I believe he did take the stand yesterday and that got a little bit heated uh, from what I read in the industry news and notes. So there's just a lot of things going on uh, within his camp. So uh, but, yeah, he did send in uh, Newgrange, who is the two-to-one morning line favorite. Who do you like? You know what? Dash Attack looks so good on the track. I mean, definitely feeling his oats. Uh, looks good back at the barn. Uh, you love when a horse comes here, and he not only has positive experience over the track, he's proven over the track, but they seem to move forward with each and every race. And when they feel that good, mm -hmm. that has to give you a lot of support, you know, monetarily as well. What do you look for in a horse when you're looking at him physically? What is it you, you want to see? You know what? In the paddock, I like to see a horse that's relaxed. I don't want to see a horse that's washed out. I don't want to see a horse that is just absolutely just not, you know, kind of 
all over their handler, but when they get out to, onto the track for post parade, I want to see a horse that breaks away from the post parade, maybe even gets away from the pony, and just warms up like a superstar. I mm. want to see them bow their head, which means they're really into their warm up. They're relaxed, and I, I just kind of know what to look you're you're an expert at some of this stuff you're a good handicapper as well Wes but I really want to see a good solid warm-up I like to see when they get away from the pony and a jockey lets a horse get a good true warm-up I think that's very very she really knows her stuff I did. I just look for a gray horse. Whoever's gray, I'm like, that's my guy. Not today. Not today. It's too sunny today. I love a gray horse. That horse walked by a minute ago. He has a gray tail. I think that qualifies. <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to him. Sometimes they give souvenirs before the races. You know. What's the theory when you see a, a horse that's uh, got a good sweat lather going? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I've heard well, both. Well, you know what? Horses can actually get a little heated and lathered up when it's 40, 50 degrees out. You know, that is, that's almost like a, a, a myth. You know, you can't heat stroke when it's 40, 50 degrees out. People can heat stroke when it's 60 degrees out. Um, but I don't, I personally don't like to see horses run, it's so-called run their race before they get to the gate. Right. You know, they get really, really kind of, I call them bad actors in the paddock when they kind of get a little stupid um they might you know like i said run their race they're just all over themselves they might be uh you know acting like spider monkeys you know all over the pony or they're rearing up or they toss the jockey um i want to see them kind of calm and cool but still have that quote game face on when uh you get ready for the martha washington what are the keys for it what are the things you're looking at for it well, you know what? I kind of like a filly that has a bit of an attitude, and that is a prep going towards the Kentucky Oaks. It is a fairly inexperienced group, uh, which is kind of interesting. And it, it is just a brief field of six, but there is a lot of talent in that group. Uh, Steve Asmussen, shockingly, sends out the 9-5 to five favorite. Uh, optionality has been very impressive. She is looking for her fourth straight win and her third straight stakes win. Wow. She does make the Oakland debut, and uh, she loves to go, but she can also come from off the pace. But I do see her forwardly placed, but I'm personally going to go for the number six secret oath from the barn of D. Wayne Lucas. This horse was super impressive last out when making the Oakland debut against some really tough allowance company. Uh, it is a mile and a 16th, but Getting that outside six horse six post position, not too concerned because it is that abbreviated field. Love that Luis Contreras is back in the irons, and there is a considerable amount of speed in the field, and Luis Contreras can kind of sit back, let her rate, kind of let her relax, and then let her come flying down the lane and give Coach the victory in the Martha Washington. Not two, but three stakes races tomorrow. Yes. Let's, uh, oh, I love me the King Cotton. So, wow, you got a little excited there. I love a good sprint stakes because you know they are going to go like hell from the bell. <laughs> <laughs> is there a lot of speed in the King Cotton? There is, and uh, it's going to be interesting because a good amount of the speed is on the outside, but... 
uh, it, one to look out for is a horse by the name of Hollis, who won impressively after sitting off the pace, just pressing the pace back on in mid-December. He went five and a half furlongs and wound up drawing clear by more than four. Uh, if memory serves, he earned a, a triple-digit buyer for that effort, and that was when coming off a layoff. And he ran so big you know we were Vic and I were discussing it on the show he ran so big we didn't expect to see him for quite some time because with that kind of effort they need that kind of time to come down Mm -hmm. because if they come back too quick they're sure to bounce just like a big athlete after a massive performance they're not going to be able to repeat that type of effort. But Johnny Ortiz sends in the number one Hollis. However, again, Steve Asmussen has the favorite Nashville, who is five to two, still a good betting race. Uh, this horse was fourth in the grade one Malibu out at Santa Anita on opening day and faced a, uh, some serious bears. But I think I might have to go with Hollis off of that huge, yes. huge effort. Gets that rail post. A lot of trainers are like, oh, my God, the rail. Because when they break, you know, all those horses kind of come down to get that early position. But he might like to sit back and then gun it. Uh, but Ricardo Santana in the irons for Johnny the Crazy Colombian or Thies. <laughs> so Nancy is saying it's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. I love that. <laughs> Hollis it is. You heard it, people. You tweeted out or retweeted a, uh, a great story that is about the claiming game yes. and what it means to these tracks, but especially here at Oakland. Just a fascinating read. You, you can't so, – give me the quick notes about – explain what the claiming game is is and means here at Oaklawn. The claiming game is hot and heavy here at Oaklawn Park. If there is a claiming game, say uh, uh, probably a 12-horse field, you can expect at least four to five horses to be claimed or purchased out of that particular race. And more than likely, there are going to be more than one person or one trainer in for that for a single horse and when that happens uh a shake has to happen it's almost like a lottery a draw a draw exactly and it's almost like bingo pills that go on you you blind number the 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 claim slips and you put pills in a bottle and a lucky number that comes out that's who wins the horse whether you want the horse or not after how he runs he might have finished up the track you get the horse, whether you want him or not. You put the claim in before the race? Yes. 15 minutes to post. Oh, I didn't realize that. Is when the claim slip has to be submitted into the racing office. Those claim slips are then proofed for spelling, punctuation, the date, the claim price. Everything has to be absolutely correct. And if not, that claim is voided. You have to make sure your license, obviously, the money has to be in deposit with the horseman's bookkeeper and everything your eyes have to be dotted and t's have to be crossed so once the horse once the race is off and then the horses cross the finish line the horse does have to be a declared an official starter okay so that is that is one thing um and if say there are we had a a 23-way shake for a horse So, obviously, we don't have a board with 23 pills, so we broke it down into two divisions. We had a playoff. We had a bracket. (laughs) So, you have two 
an 11 and then a 12, and then the winner of those two were the one to take the horse home. Went to overtime. It went to OT, yeah. So First um, team that gets possession wins? Or yes. Do you have, how so, do you do it? it wasn't fair because the other horse didn't get the ball in the overtime. And it's interesting because there is sales tax also involved. So if you see a, a $16,000 claiming race, there is also sales tax involved. And it's amazing how much sales tax benefits the county, benefits the city of Hot Springs. We have had more and the than, state and the state. We have had more than four million dollars in horses claimed. So when you think about that, Wait, four million times nine, right? Is that the uh, sales tax? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Good grief. So when you think about that, is how much has been more than four million that was back on the 16th so we could have easily reached possibly five at this point think about how much money is sitting in the horseman's bookkeeper's office cash sometimes cashier checks sometimes people come in well, with these poor horses are paying more in sales tax than the <laughs> nfl owners are i doubt Something that. wrong about that tax code i doubt that uh but i mean it's the claiming game is very, very alive and healthy here at Oaklawn Park. And you'll see horses claimed from 10000 all the way up to 80000 Now, and I did the math. That was $380,000 in taxes that it's made for the state, the county, and the city. So that's a, a great thing for Oaklawn mm-hmm. that it's doing for our, our economy. Yes. Okay. As Because you own horses, what do you have? I mean, if you don't want to lose a horse, don't enter him in the claiming race, well, right? So, but you also have to enter your horse where, where they can be competitive. Um, and that's one thing. Like, I know trainers that have lost more than 30 shakes because they've been in on horses that other trainers are in for. Mm-hmm. They just have the lose. They just have no luck right now in the shakes in the in the claiming game you're in for the other horses that other trainers are in for i know one trainer he's literally lost 40 consecutive shakes that's a bad streak that is a horrific streak and all the while you might be losing horses out of your own stable that other trainers are claiming as well so unfortunately you know while it's extremely competitive this meet can also occasionally make you really drop down your horse numbers in regards to your stable. So while you're losing shakes and not getting horses in, you're losing horses because they're being claimed in the yes. claiming game. Yes. So And you might win a shake and the horse may not end up being what you thought. Exactly. So it's it's kind of fight or flight. Here. <laughs> a little luck involved. It's I mean, the you, name of the you game. You can be a great trainer and producing some great horses, but. Yeah. You can have some bad luck, and you're losing horses and claiming. You're not getting any horses in, in, in the claim game, and all of a sudden, yeah, it's a, yeah. You might tops. you might have a hundred thousand dollars sitting in the paymaster's office, but you can't win a shake. Jeez. That happens with some guys with their girlfriends. You know, somebody else claims their girlfriend, <laughs> and they, they lose out. You know, unlucky at love, unlucky, Is lucky that your at horses. Problem? Not mine. I'm married. Oh, okay. Yeah, it happened to my wife. She lost, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she chose poorly. <laughs> Nancy, thanks. It is always, always a entertaining. Pleasure. Yes, that was fun and uh, educational. Loved learning something like that. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Don't forget, tomorrow's first post is 12 noon, and we do have 11 amazing races on the card, and it's going to be 
Sunny. 12.30 start today? Yes. Favorite horse today? Ooh, oh, oh, let me give it to you. Okay. I'm going to give it to you. For free? Yeah. Look at that. See, it pays to I? listen. Don't really? sleep on Hollis. You heard Hollis is the one. Hollis. Hollis. The Queens. Hollis Queens. Never heard of Hollis. Mom's Queens. cooking chicken and that collard was, uh, greens. In, uh, Run DMC. Yeah. Christmas and Hollis. Yeah. One of the classics. You've heard that song. That's oh, you've so heard it. So race three, number three, tap along. He's six to one on the morning line. Well, that's I easy to remember. Three and three. Thirty-three. Good, don't good tell day. anybody else. That's six it's to one right now. Don't don't don't, don't tell get it anybody. out. Don't do it on your pre-race show. No. Just tell them eight. <laughs> <laughs> Go try trifecta box eight four two one. Just leave three out. It's our little secret. Yes, it's the zone pick of the day. Thanks, Nancy.